welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friends. I hope you're doing well. You may have noticed that I've been MIA from the podcast for a few weeks, and that's because, well, I got COVID, which is what we're going to be chatting about today. I want to share with you what my experience of having COVID was like, the supplements and lifestyle tools I used to support myself during and after having COVID, and I'll also touch briefly on long COVID. As a reminder, none of this is personal medical advice. Always speak to your doctor or personal health practitioner for personalized advice. Before we get into the episode, I want to let you know that I currently have limited spaces available in my one-to-one four-month programs. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms with a high level of support and personalization from me along the way, this is for you. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to check out the program options and reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions at all. My Instagram name is just my name, Fran Dargaville. Okay, first up, let's chat about my experience. On a whole, I'd say I had a fairly mild experience with COVID. My partner Connor felt a little bit tired and decided to do a rat test and lo and behold, tested positive. And we'd actually just spent an entire weekend with family out in Mudgee, which is a country for anyone that doesn't know, at my uncle's farm. So that wasn't ideal because we were worried that we might have given it to everyone in our families. I felt fine that day. And then over the following couple of days, I started to feel a little bit more tired than usual. And then one day I woke up with achy muscles and just feeling exhausted. Then I finally tested positive with a very faint line on my rat test. I was exhausted and achy for really only one day. And after that, I quickly started to improve. So I'm feeling pretty lucky about that. I actually developed a little bit of a cough after that, which stuck around for about a week and has since gradually disappeared. Now, I want to shift how you think about symptoms. When we get sick, we have symptoms for a reason. For example, coughing helps clear mucus from your airways. And feeling tired when you're sick helps encourage you to rest so your body can heal and restore. We live in a world that has historically encouraged us to push through pain and discomfort. Brands like Codrill encourage us to soldier on with cold and flu tablets to suppress our symptoms. And you might notice that they've actually changed their marketing messaging because no one wants people to soldier on and rock up to the office with COVID. So sometimes if you're feeling really uncomfortable, of course you may need to take something in order to just help you feel a little bit more comfortable and get some rest and sleep. But try and avoid or minimize taking things like cold and flu tablets that suppress your symptoms Because this is basically putting a pause on the different tools and pathways our bodies use to help us heal. 
So back to my experience. I'm still taking it a little bit easy on the exercise and not going too hard in the gym. A lot of people have reported changes in their menstrual cycle and digestive symptoms after having COVID. My cycle was slightly shorter, which is unusual for me, but otherwise I haven't really noticed any changes in either of those areas. Now let's get on to chatting about the key things to consider when it comes to supporting your immune system naturally. I'm going to start with the most important things. First up, aim to eat plenty of whole foods like veggies, quality proteins, and healthy fats. If you don't have much of an appetite or you just feel like eating plain carbs, try and go for the best version possible. So maybe you have sourdough instead of regular bread, or seed crackers instead of wheat crackers, or even chips cooked in coconut oil instead of vegetable oil. We really want to aim to minimize those potentially inflammatory foods like vegetable oils and refined sugar and also gluten for many people as well. The next super, super important thing is sleep and rest. Spend as much time as you need resting and sleeping. This is your body's opportunity to heal and restore. Take naps, take a break from the exercise and let your body do its job. And I know if you're a type A personality and an overachiever, This can be really, really difficult, but I'm pretty sure you don't do it very often. So when you're unwell, just take the opportunity and take some rest and downtime. Another key thing to consider is hydration. So be sure to drink plenty of water and also add some electrolytes. Coconut water is a great option, and you can also buy an electrolyte supplement like 40,000 volts from Trace Minerals Research. Some other lifestyle things that helped me were yoga, stretching and Epsom salt baths for those sore and achy muscles, fresh lemon, ginger and honey tea to soothe my cough and help break up some of the congestion, and also eucalyptus essential oil for congestion as well. Now I'm going to let you know which supplements I was taking, and I have continued to take a few of those supplements up until now as well, just for that ongoing immune support. Supplements are not a one-size-fits-all. I'm just sharing what I used personally, and these may not be right for you. I love researching, checking out the latest journal articles on PubMed, reading books and listening to podcasts, but there are people out there who spend their entire lives researching. They have a whole lot more bandwidth to look at all the data and stay up to date with what's going on. And I spend most of my time with one-on-one clients and researching things specifically to their cases, which is why I seek out these researchers for information. And they share all their sources so I can go and check in on that. So I got my COVID supplement information from a few different places, and one of the main sources was Chris Masterjohn's COVID guide. Before I get into the supplements, I also want to remind you that quality is really important please don't go to the supermarket or chemist to buy supplements. That's usually going to be a big waste of money. If you're going to invest in supplements, then I definitely recommend getting some high quality practitioner grade supplements. Some of the brands I like include Designs for Health, Biotics Research, Thorn, Bioceuticals, and Nordic Naturals. Really just depends what supplement you're after. Or you can also focus on getting these nutrients from food. And I do want to preface this supplement conversation by saying I took a lot of different things. 
I am a nutritionist after all, and I love nerding out on all this stuff and experimenting on myself. Plus, I really wanted to support myself as much as I possibly could and give myself the best possible chance to have the best outcomes during and after having the virus. Okay, let's get into the supplements. The fat-soluble vitamins are vitamins A, D, E, and K. And vitamin A and D have really always been known to be supportive of immune function. So the first supplement I focused on was vitamin D. Vitamin D is super important for immune function, and most of us don't get enough of it because we're stuck in offices all day and not getting out in the sun. Now, my vitamin D is normally pretty good because I do normally spend quite a lot of time in the sun, but we've had a pretty wet and rainy summer, so I'm going to suspect my vitamin D is on the low side. I haven't tested it lately. So I started taking Bioceuticals vitamin D3 and K2 spray as soon as I got symptoms. Vitamin K2 is also beneficial, and it's a cofactor for vitamin D. But the K2 is not going to be suitable for anyone on blood thinners, which is, again, why it's important to speak to your doctor or your personal health practitioner, because even though supplements are natural, they can still cause harm if taken incorrectly. Another great way to get vitamin D is from the sun. Now, I know it's not possible to get sunshine all the time, and it's raining outside here in Sydney at the moment, as it has been for the last six or so weeks, but I highly recommend getting out there when you can. You can also use an app like D-Minder to see how much vitamin D you're actually getting when you're out in the sun. The next nutrient I made sure I was getting enough of when I started getting symptoms was vitamin A. I just continued taking my cod liver oil supplement from Nordic Naturals, which I take most of the time anyway. A desiccated liver supplement is also a great option here, and I really like the organic liver capsules from Evolve, which you can get here in Australia. And this is something that's pretty easy to access anywhere in the world as well. So if you eat liver or take liver capsules or eat plenty of fatty fish or take cod liver oil, then you're probably ticking the vitamin A box already. A lot of people are afraid of getting too much vitamin A, which means that in most cases, they probably end up getting nowhere near enough. So of course you don't want to overdo it, but it is important to get enough. Now, how much is enough? The recommended intake for women is 700 micrograms per day. And for men, it's 900 micrograms per day. And that's from the Australian Government Ministry of Health's recommendations. And the upper limit for vitamin A is 3,000 micrograms per day for adults, including during pregnancy. To avoid overdoing the vitamin A, I'd choose either the liver or the cod liver oil, not both. If you want to go with the liver capsules instead of the cod liver oil, and they're awesome, I think they're a really great option, then you can get your omega-3s from a quality fish oil like Nordic Naturals Omega-3s or Designs for Health Omega Veil instead of the cod liver oil. These fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E and K are best taken with food because it helps their absorption. And when I say with food, I mean with fatty food. But I'm going to assume because you've been listening to my podcast that you do have a healthy fat with all of your meals and snacks. The next thing I wanted to focus on was getting enough zinc. 
Now, if you're already consuming liver or liver capsules, or you're eating oysters and shellfish regularly, you may not need any zinc supplementation. To minimize the supplements I was taking, because yes, it's already starting to add up, I opted for a general immune support supplement from Orthoplex called Repairase, which contains zinc, vitamin E, quercetin, and some other immune supportive factors. I also added in some vitamin C supplementation. Not just any old vitamin C will do. I highly recommend getting either a liposomal vitamin C, which is a more bioavailable form, which means it's more easily utilized by the body. Or you can also go for a whole foods-based vitamin C supplement like Camu Camu or Kakadu Plum. You can also focus on vitamin C-rich foods like papaya, capsicum or bell peppers, broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And the last supplements I took were glutathione and organic cold-pressed black seed oil. And yes, I warned you it was a lot, even for me. Normally, I take very few supplements day to day, but I really wanted to support myself through this the best way I possibly could. I mentioned before that people have been reporting changes in their menstrual cycles and also an increase in digestive symptoms after having COVID. Long COVID is a term for when people have certain symptoms hang around for three or more months after having COVID. And studies show this affects around one in three people. The main symptoms reported include fatigue, brain fog, breathing difficulties, chest or throat pain, digestive symptoms, headaches, anxiety and depression. I'm not going to take a deep dive into long COVID today, but I do just want to say that if you are experiencing long-term effects after having COVID, well, firstly, it's not in your head. Many people are experiencing the same or similar things to you. Please do seek help. And if the first doctor or practitioner you speak to is unaware of long COVID, is not really empathetic or doesn't provide any helpful information, keep looking for someone who can support you. So to recap, the key factors I focused on food and supplement wise were the fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E and K, zinc, vitamin C, quercetin plus glutathione and black seed oil. And of course, most importantly, getting plenty of sleep and rest, only doing very gentle forms of movement like walking, stretching and yoga, hydrating and eating well. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions about any of this, please reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Fran Dargaville. And just a reminder that I do have a few spots still available in my one-to-one coaching programs. So head to the link in my Instagram bio to learn more and save your spot. Catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.